Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hello, sexy fit babes. We are back with someone I'm so pumped to chat with. We are here with fit babe Holly, who has honestly, we met over an iconic DM. We have to go back to the beginning. I got a DM of her kids literally saying, what did they say, Holly? Eat the freaking banana. <laughs> and she sent it to me. I literally was like, okay, I love Holly. Like I'm obsessed with this. Um, so I was like, we had to have her on the show, especially as I learned more about her journey and she is a membership babe. So I was super excited to learn more about her story and share it with you guys today, but welcome Holly. Hi, thanks for having me. This is fun. This is going to be so fun. It's going to be a big party. So obviously you have this iconic DM around your kiddos saying, eat the freaking banana. By the way, Holly is a mom of three. So she is a busy woman at home, ladies. Um, Tell us how that moment came to be. Like what happened? How did your kids start saying this? So, okay. So I always watch your stories just to get ideas for grocery shopping. And I I love your weekly grocery hauls. And I was just watching it at lunch and the kids come over, of course, because like they watch everything I do and they're standing over my shoulder looking at it. And you said, eat the freaking banana. And they started laughing (laughs) and they said, eat the freaking banana. And they thought they were being so cheeky because they were saying freaking, they wouldn't stop saying it. It wouldn't stop saying it. I thought, okay, you know what? I'm just going to send you a video because it's so cute. It's so funny. So cute. And I am not responsible if any children who listen to my story, if they start swearing or like suedo swearing, (laughs) obviously that's like not the actual F-bomb I'm dropping, but literally that is iconic. But I want to go back to you. You were the star of the show, Holly. When it comes to the beginning of your weight loss journey, and I know obviously you have kids. So whenever I work with women who have had pregnancies, a little different situation, right? Because you've gained loss, gained loss, unrelated to fat dieting in any way, shape, or form. Talk mm-hmm. to us at the end of your third pregnancy with mm-hmm. your little one who's right in her lap. His name is Max, correct? Yeah, Max. Max, right in front of us. Um, talk to us where you ended that pregnancy journey at when you delivered Max to where you're at now. Like what happened between that time? So yeah, Max, my third baby I had in under five years. So they're all super close together. So three back-to-back pregnancies was a lot. And for me with my pregnancies, I always, I always gain a lot of weight, 50 plus pounds. So when he was born, I mean, I found myself like 210 pounds and just adjusting to life with three little kids, which is a lot, you know, and very different from one, very different from two, because there's just different, you know, needs from the older kids that I didn't have like the first time around. So I just found myself kind of like less, less time for me, even more so, and just kind of thrown right into baby mode and kind of not just being very conscious of like what I was eating. And, you know, I was feeling like, okay, I want to nourish myself, but not being super mindful of it. And especially with the kids, like eat, finishing their plates and like mindless snacking or feeling like, oh, I should do this to increase my milk supply or this and that, just giving myself a lot of excuses, Mm -hmm. um, to overeat. Um, and yeah. And then just realizing that the weight just wasn't coming off as easy as it did with my first and even my second. Um, but I've had like a very kind of up and down weight journey. 
Um, and just even like relationship with food, because I was a vegan for a long time and which I didn't know until right now. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother piece. Pandora's box, baby, and we're opening it up. I love it. So <laughs> when you think back to all of the past diets that you've been on, because I think this will really resonate with a lot of women out there because now obviously you're 14 pounds down, at least for the last time I chatted with you um a few yeah. weeks ago. And I know your journey and like all the positivity, but before that, I always love to highlight where, where women were at before, because you may have been on a bajillion different diets and so many women out there might think, Oh my goodness, like I'm doomed. I'm never going to get there, but it's okay. If you've been in a similar shoe or a situation. So for you, what kind of diets were you on before? Like, what were you trying to do to lose weight? Well, back in high school, like kind of when I kind of first became aware of like my body and this and that. I really, of course, like I'm 29. So growing up kind of back in those early 2000s, like tabloid magazine, like Nicole Richie, like those days, I thought that I needed to be like super skinny. And so I had a really bad relationship with food. Like I restricted so much all my teen years and I never really kind of knew how to lose weight, but do it healthfully. I always just associated if I need to lose weight, I have to starve myself, you know, not eat breakfast or like hollow out my bagel or like you do crazy the hollow out the bagel was big in the 90s let's be real (laughs) yeah crazy stuff right so then um I met my now husband when I was 20 and at that point in my life I was like a vegan I had kind of been like roped into doing these like juice diets uh raw all raw all this stuff so I was so into that and really skinny, but, you know, I still didn't have like a super great relationship with food. You know, I thought I was like super healthy, but then I would never have allowed myself to indulge in like something that wasn't, you know, quote unquote, like, you know, healthy, right? Like I was very almost like it was orthorexia in a way, like I was obsessed about being healthy. And even though I didn't think that I had had, like, I was restricting myself because I was eating a lot of food. I really was. Um, but then when I met him, he was like totally different from me. Like he was like eating a family sized bag of chips every day, like not a vegan, like just a totally different lifestyle and polar opposite. And honestly, I love that for you. Cause it sounds like that was a little bit of a catalyst for like an awakening for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I met him and I kind of just realized like, I want to have this fun relationship with this person. I don't want to be the girlfriend who's saying, no, you get a pizza. I'm not going to eat any. And, you know, I wanted to be able to go out and do things with him. So I kind of just started shifting how I ate and I started eating like eggs and, and chicken and this and that, but like quickly gained like 20 pounds after I met him. And that's that yeah. really hard transition. Mm-hmm. And I actually personally relate to that too. For women new to the show, at least you might not know, I actually kind of was in that orthorexic type, very obsessed with clean eating mentality in college. And if there's anyone out there like who hasn't dealt with this, like we, we love that for you. And I hope you don't go down this path because when you're so restrictive, like you're going to miss out on so much of life. Like I think of college, I mean, I had a lot of fun at Florida state, but I could have had a lot more fun if I wasn't as restrictive and so obsessed with, Oh my goodness, I have to hear so much about how I look. And you know, you have to be so strict with your diet and you really miss out on years. Absolutely. And then, and then I got pregnant with my first when I was 23 and had been vegan that whole time and kind of was using that as a way to kind of keep my weight down because it really eliminated, I think it's like a lot of food groups that I was scared of, right? <laughs> but gained like 55 pounds of that pregnancy, which came off easily after the first one. But then after my second, I got pregnant like 12 months later. It was um, 
it was really challenging after I had him to lose that weight and I struggled big time. And I just started just doing like some just crazy diets. Like I found some just diets online that were like, eat like 12 cups of vegetables a day, no sugar, no this, like, and I didn't know the calorie intake, but honestly at this, it was probably like 800, maybe less, like like it was so minimal but I just did that because I thought I don't know what else to do and if I need to lose weight the only option is either stay fat or stay overweight and eat what I want you know toast or cheese or whatever I want or be skinny and have to just basically live off of like salads all day so I did that and I lost all the weight but I wasn't really very healthy and I wasn't very happy. It was very restrictive and it was very time consuming. And it just really made me have a very inflexible life. Like I just couldn't go anywhere without doing, like, without prepping this. If I was out and about, I couldn't just grab a bite to eat. Cause I was eating like three cucumbers for my snack. Like it's just crazy stuff like that. Um, no. Which I love cucumbers as a snack, but I don't know if I'd want three whole big AF cucumbers as a snack. Yeah. I love that's the thing I love cucumber I love all that stuff but it was like having to like this diet having to eat that much veggies and that much fruit it was this like it was it was geared towards postpartum moms and that's what really kind of was frustrating it was like the Sharni it's called Sharni and Julius and they gear their programs towards postpartum women and mothers busy mothers but it's it was very restrictive so anyways I got pregnant with um, Max and had him and found myself in that same headspace of like, I don't want to have to do this again, but here I go again. I guess I'm going to have to starve myself again, like, because I don't really want to weigh this much right now. And I don't like the way I look and none of my clothes fit. And it's like, you're like, so desperate and you want it so bad that you're even yeah. willing to put yourself through hell to get there. Like, and it's, and I think especially with what you're describing, and I've never heard of this program before, but it's, it's like targeting such a vulnerable population. I mean, all women want to feel their best, look their best, but like when you've get, had your third birth and now you're extra busy, you have so much going on. And like, you also literally don't recognize yourself. It's like, what are you going to do when you don't know there's a better way? Of course you're going to choose that option. And they're so unsustainable. And so, you know, and it, it's really, it is really like torturing yourself and like, it's just this hard place to be in where you really want this goal, but you know that what you have to do to get it is awful. And so with Max, at least I really put off losing weight. Cause I was like, I just, I, I can't get myself in that headspace of having to do that again. And also I'm very much the person who it's, it's all or nothing. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm buying the meal plan. I'm going to the grocery store, I'm prepping everything. And then I'm doing, doing it, it right. And if I eat like a bite of my kid's craft dinner, it's like, oh, you just fucked it all up. And you know what? What's the point now? I'll just eat a whole bowl of mac and cheese and then I'll do this. And then I'll, you know, like that's my mentality. Like I need to see things going down on the scale. And if there's any fluctuation, it's like, well, why am I, why am I doing this to myself? I am so miserable. I feel horrible. I'm restricting myself. I'm not even living my life and nothing's even changing. What's the point? So that's kind of how I felt with Max. I did and I did another crash diet. It was just another one for postpartum moms, a different one. So I did this one and I was, I know no carbs in the morning. It was like reverse carb cycling. I know. Well, I especially know. I'm thinking like, okay, I have not given birth myself, but I work with a lot of postpartum moms who breastfeed and obviously being a dietitian, I'm familiar. You're yeah. hungry. How could you breastfeed without carbs? Like, that's really tough. No, it, it was hard. Yeah. It was super hard. 
and um and then it was a lot of a lot of prep like too like all these crazy meals that you know required like 30 ingredients to make this thing and oh you know oh, I know and I did it for a week and it had the same kind of thing where it wasn't the scale wasn't going down as much as I wanted and I was just like headachy and miserable and I thought I'm not going to do it anymore like screw it I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore and then that's kind of like where I found myself per like well my baby's like a year and almost a half and I only found your program in start of May so until then I was basically had like this giving up mentality of like what's the point I just I want to live my life I want to have fun with my kids I don't want to have to starve myself and so I guess this is just who I am now I guess this is just how I look and I'll just have that like acceptance and I feel like that's sometimes really hard to go by and it feels very defeating but I almost feel like you had to go through that acceptance to be able to get to the place where you would be okay doing this differently because you just didn't have access to the right information at the time. Like when you don't know better, once again, you're going to do those things, but you reach the point where like, it wasn't worth it, no matter how much weight you could lose to do something that was literal torture for you. So you accepted yourself, but acceptance allowed you to get to the place where you found how to actually do this the right way in the balanced way. Exactly. I think I was just so done with ever doing that again. I just had, I just said to myself, I'm just never going to, I'm just never going to go on a crazy crash diet again. I just can't do that to myself. I just want to eat normally. And I look around like my mom, she's very slim and my sisters and you know, just like French women and everyone in the world out at restaurants eating. And there I am with like a salad looking around, like how are all these skinny women just eating pasta? And I'm like, how the hell are they doing it? Right. And it's like, you see yeah. this one little window of what they're eating. And then you're like, well, shit, like, they're eating this and they're living their life and they're looking a certain way. But like, I am like torturing myself with this food yet. Like I'm still not making progress. Like it's infuriating. It's so frustrating. It is frustrating. Like, why do I have to be the one who has to like never eat bread in my life? What's wrong with me? And so when I found your program it was like, ding, like, oh my gosh, I can. And I think the thing that was the most really eye opening for me was actually tracking calories because like we do eat very healthy. Like I, everything we eat is organic and we try to get like grass fed beef and, you know, pasteurized chickens. I have my own chickens. We eat their oh, eggs. Like we're very- I literally cannot, can I live with you? I want my own chickens. I live in downtown Boston, not happening right now, but one day I want chickens. <laughs> I have 30 of them. Oh my God. Wait, you not only have chickens, like you have a damn farm. Like, oh my God, that's so many chickens. <laughs> It's a lot of chickens, but like, you know, we're very conscious of the food we're eating. And so I've always been like, well, I'm so healthy. Why am I, you know, not losing weight? But I feel like I I remember you made a reel or something. I remember you saying something on your thing about like healthy eating isn't eating for weight loss. Right. And that really clicked with me. And I started tracking and I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, I'm eating like way too much of things that don't even really like matter. Like, and I could be swapping them for, for better things or just like too much butter. Like I'm using way too much butter on things or I'm having like a bite of my kid's food or I'm finishing your plate or like those little things that just, you don't realize add up. And for, for me, that was the thing that like, I, I realized like, I just, I'm doing a lot of like, not very conscious eating. Like I'm not really being conscious about what I'm eating. It's just kind of like, uh, I'll just order that because like, that sounds good without even realizing, oh, like you could make a Starbucks healthier swap and it would be like the same why are you drinking this 500 calorie drink that's just such a waste 
your calories for the day and, or, you know, why, why are you eating your kids like crusts? Like, you don't need to eat like, do you even like the crust that much? Right. And it's like transitioning your mindset into realizing what's worth it for you. And I, what I love about your story is like, we know you have to eat less to lose weight, like not rocket science. You probably learned this before coming here, but I think the most amazing transformation you've had, which is what I try to you know say every day on social media, like weight loss, isn't just eating less, it's eating right specific to your body. And so for you, if you're not making progress, there is always a reason you're not broken. You're not messed up. You're not incapable. It's about understanding what you need to do and what tweaks need to happen. Now, the hard part is the behavior change, right? Being able to recognize, okay, I'm eating off my kid's plate. Wow. I love butter. Butter's not bad, but like, do you see how many calories that adds to my meal? And it's these small little things that if you meet these tweaks over time, that's where this 14 pounds came from. Right. And the, the, the pounds that you've lost so far. So it, it's about knowing that like, you do have control of this. Like it's before the diets were like controlling your destiny where now it's like, you are controlling your destiny because you understand what you need to be doing, which is amazing. It's so empowering. It is. And that's, the thing I I realized is I think I just wasn't even I was just kind of on autopilot like you know like I'm still having coffee with cream and toast and whatever I want really like I haven't restricted anything in my life but it's just like being conscious like I could have oatmeal this morning but there's like not that much protein in that or I could have eggs and you know that's way more protein or if I'm gonna have oatmeal which I did this morning I'm just gonna have a protein shake too And just like being more conscious about those little things where like, especially breastfeeding and having kids, like, I just don't think I was prioritizing my nutrition before and definitely thinking about all the other diets I did before where they were so restrictive and like no carbohydrates and this and that, like, that's not like, that was so unhealthy, you know, thinking about like restricting certain categories of food, like all carbohydrates, like this is terrible. So terrible. And I think the most amazing transformation you've had is, so you mentioned this word restriction and obviously you are eating less than what you were before because you have been in a deficit and losing weight, but restriction of an entire food group is different than picking calories with purpose. Right. And that's so amazing for you. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's very freeing. It feels like I think it's like a, I've unlocked some like amazing secret. <laughs> it's, like he, it's like dirty. Like you shouldn't know the secret. Like it's like it's a secret treasure chest. I'm thinking of like Pirates of the Caribbean. Like it's this big secret, yeah. but in reality, it's like everyone deserves to know this. Oh my gosh. I know. And my dad right now, he is doing this really restrictive diet. I think it's called like the fast 800 or some 700. And it's basically where he has to eat only he's an adult, like he's an an adult man and he's eating like 600 or 700 calories a day. It's terrible. And and here I am losing the more weight than he has in the same period. And I'm like having what I, you know, having my breakfast, having my lunch, having a sandwich for lunch. And I'm like, oh, dad, you don't have to do that. (laughs) I mean, you can, if you want, but it's like, uh, would I, I wouldn't, I would, I rather have my sandwich for lunch or toast for breakfast, which is a perfect segue because one of the things Holly actually said to me was, I literally can't believe for so long I didn't have toast for breakfast. And you are not the first person to actually say that to me. I've had so many women say, you know, we always talk about like me saying, eat the freaky banana, fruit being labeled as bad, um, you know, butter and, or not butter and coffee, oh Lord, um, cream and coffee, you know, is a big thing. But when people think about bread, actually toast with breakfast has become this unbelievable thing. It's like blasphemy to do it. How long do you think you went without toast for breakfast? Like what actually got you to the place to be like, okay, like 
this is not a bad thing for me to do. Yeah, it was such a mindset shift. I would never have ever had toast for breakfast. Like that was just like, you have a piece of toast, you're just screwing it all up. You're just going to ruin your diet by eating this toast. And I love toast. Like I love bread and butter. It's just like so good, you know? And this is, this was one of the things I said to you, like, if I have to be no toast for the rest of my life, I'd rather be fat. Right? <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. have to be. And it's like, honestly, most mornings I eat toast with eggs and, um, it's amazing. It feels just like great to be able to not feel restrictive. And I don't always do it, but like being able to have like a sandwich for lunch is so much easier, especially with kids, like than having to make like a huge salad, which I love salads. I do like I'm a, a huge salad person, but you know, it sometimes it's like hard with three kids to like eat a whole huge bowl of salad while they're running around. Like it's just very time consuming and being able to like have that freedom oh. to be like, I- I'll just have a sandwich. When you understood your calorie budget and you started like really planning things and like had that light bulb moment where this clicked, how fast did the, that progress begin to come in for you? Like, was it more instantaneous? Did it take a little bit of time to really kind of relearn this? And then the progress like really kicked in, like talk to us about when you actually saw that progress, knowing that you were not seeing progress. So I definitely went into it with that, like kind of all or nothing. So I watched like all your videos. I watched, you know, phase one, two and three, even, you know, I was like, I'm ready to do this. Like, so I was like, all in. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what Lauren says. And I'm just going to try to do the calories. I'm not going to try to do the macros and the protein right off the bat, but I'll make my best, my best effort. Literally right off the bat, like my weight has been like been going down progressively the whole time. Like the first week, I think I lost two pounds that week. And then it was like another two pounds. And then it was like a pound. And it was amazing. Like my weight has been progressively going down and down and down. And still I'm losing about at least a pound a week. I'm down like 15 pounds now. And I think that thing that was really good for me is like, once I just had like that little bug in my head about like the 20 to 30 grams of protein for the meals and like, you know, for the snacks, I was just like, maybe I shouldn't have this for lunch because there's not a lot enough protein. And I just started automatically just making those other changes, even though I wasn't like, okay, time to do the macros. Now I'm going to do the macros. It was just like, maybe I'm not hitting 20 to 30 grams of protein each meal, but I'm just going to start eating more protein at every meal and tracking it. And then I was like, oh, wow, I'm hitting my protein goal every day. That's great. And it's kind of like a little, almost like a fun little game. now. It really is. And I I think it's the mindset going into it. So often I hear women before going, through this journey the way that you've had that that you've done Holly where you almost feel guilty when you don't hit certain numbers and that's an issue because if you're feeling so guilty and feeling so bad about your self-confidence for not hitting numbers there's some other psychological stuff we have to address but when you go about this journey the more balanced flexible fun way you realize these are benchmarks And if you don't hit your protein, yeah, you're not going to die. Like that's not the end of the world, but you realize, okay, what would it take for me to get a little bit more strategic with it? Then it becomes like a little competition for yourself, but it's a a positive competition and not so much about like a slap on the wrist. Like you're a bad person. See the difference. Exactly. Exactly. And I think having those ranges and having you say your weight is going to go up and down and you will see fluctuations. It's been a weight lifted off my shoulders. Every time I step on the scale, it's very motivating having other things to not just the weight, not just, okay, if it's not going down, because before, if I wasn't having like progressive weight, like loss, it just would have been really unmotivating for me. And I would have been like, well, nothing's happening. So like, whatever, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna throw in the towel. I mean, that old version of you 
was so focused on always seeing that scale progress and to actually have the transformation where you can acknowledge so much physical progress because you're in this phase of fat loss and more body composition change in that last 10, 12 pounds. I don't think the old Holly could have really accepted that progress in the same way as, as the woman you are now because of what you know now. Thank you for coming on the show, girlfriend. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This has been fun. 